0: Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media weekly podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. In the midst of a divided world, you have a role to play right now. Now, as we know, the season that we're in, there's a lot of crazy things going on. And you have a purpose. You can actually make a difference in the world today. I hope you're encouraged by that. I hope you understand that. And I hope you're living that purpose out. But this is also the truth, is that you cannot live this purpose alone. We need to work together. If we truly want to make a difference, we need to do it united. In John chapter 13, verse 35, Jesus says, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another jesus in this verse is saying it very plainly for the world to know who his true disciples are the ones who are truly following it's not just about the way they talk or the signs they perform or the crowd they have following them jesus says the way the world is going to know who his true followers are is the way that they love each other and in this time that we're living in today with all the craziness going around all the disagreements and all the arguments it's time to show each other Love. Yes, even those who disagree with you, and even those who you disagree with, even those who you have issues with, even those who will kind of annoy you and irritate you, those are the ones that you need to love. Jesus again says it plainly: if the world, if the world wants to see who his true disciples are, they're gonna see by the way that they love each other. We must be united today. We cannot be divided. We cannot be upset with one another and and bring that divisive culture into the church. And I'm not just talking about any specific individual church, I'm talking about the entire body. We must be united as the body of Christ. If we truly wanna make a difference, if we truly wanna accomplish something, if we really wanna help the divide that's happening in the world, I think first we have to fix the divide that's happening within the church because the world is looking for something, the world is looking for answers, the world is looking for hope, the world is looking for truth, and we're the ones that are supposed to present this truth. And if we want to seem like legit Christians, which we should, then we have to begin to love each other and let that love be shown to the world. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 12 to 20 says this, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing? where would be the smelling but now god has set members each one of them in the body just as he pleased and if they were all one member where would the body be but now indeed there are many members yet one body so scripture is telling us here that the body of christ is filled with many members now when we talk about unity it's easy to find unity with somebody we like with somebody we agree with on everything with somebody who's just like us who likes the same things that we like and who dislikes what we like Now, it's hard to find unity with somebody who's the opposite of that, somebody who doesn't like the things that we like, somebody who's different than we are. But the Scripture's teaching us that if we want to have unity within the body of Christ, we must understand that we're all different. Yes, you are different, and that's a good thing. It's good that you have a different personality. It's a good thing that we have different giftings and different likes and dislikes because these things bring challenge, but it's a good kind of challenge where we challenge each other to think differently, to act differently, to try new things, and to look at each other in a new light, in a new perspective where we can see the giftings and the blessing of those around us, even if they are different than we are. So if we want to be united as the body of Christ, we understand that we are many members in one body, with different giftings, different personalities. Now, the the important thing is this, is that although we are different, we have one common goal. And with that one common goal, we build one common culture, which is heavenly culture, because our goal is heavenly, our goal is not of the world, it's a heavenly goal. So we can all be different, with with all different personalities, with all different giftings, we can all be different people, but we must have one goal. The goal is to build the kingdom of God. And you cannot do this by yourself. Again, if we're talking about the world today, we're talking about all that's going on, and the world looking for hope, if we truly want to make a difference, we have to see the importance of everybody else around us. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 21 through 27, we'll continue that. It says, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those members of the body which think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. So the scripture is telling us right here that although we're all different with different personalities and different giftings, we're still a part of one body. We cannot accomplish what we need to accomplish alone. We cannot walk this walk alone. I need what you have and you need what I have we're we're the body of christ we must be united but the truth is this is the enemy wants to bring division he doesn't want the body of christ united because once the body of christ is united once the church is united then we can begin to make real change in the world today now i'm not saying that we're not making changes i'm not saying that we're not accomplishing the will of god because i believe we are but we can do greater things there are some churches Who really just need to come together with unity within your city, within the region that you're in, your neighborhoods, or whatever it looks like. We need unity amongst the body because the devil desires that we would be divided. And he wants us to be divided by bringing destruction upon the church. So what does he do? The enemy divides the church by pointing out our differences as a negative thing. So instead of us seeing our differences as something positive, as saying, oh man, we're different, so that means we're different members, but we build up one body, we begin to say, no, we're different, so that means I don't want to be around the person who's different from me, I don't want to be like the person who's different from me, I don't want to get along with the person who's different from me, because we see difference as a negative thing, when really difference differences are a good thing, it's good to have people around you with different opinions, with different giftings, with different personalities, now, If they're teaching you and trying to teach you things that are ungodly i'm not talking about that kind of difference i'm saying godly people with one common goal with one common salvation with one spirit the holy spirit which really brings unity within the church we're all going to have different personalities and that is a good thing but what the enemy does is he uses our differences to bring division but most of all he uses our pride to bring division Pride is what causes division within the body. When I say, well, I'm better than somebody else, or, or when I think of myself more highly than I ought to think, when I think of myself um, more high than somebody else, better than somebody else, smarter than somebody else, more wise than somebody else, this begins to bring division. When I'm full of myself, I'm not able to be united with the church. I'm not able to be united with the body. So pride kills unity. So if we want to truly bring unity, if we want to make an effort for unity, we cannot do this with pride, but it must be done with love and humility. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3 and 6 says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness with longsuffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, and just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. The Scripture is calling us to be peacemakers, to fight for unity, to, to quit with the quarreling and the bitterness and all the bickering and the arguments, And just bring unity within the church. When's the last time, instead of trying to make a point, you try to make peace with somebody? When's the last time you, instead of arguing with somebody about something you don't like about them, or or you dislike about their beliefs, or where they stand on certain things, when's the last time you just try to love somebody, and just try to bring peace amongst the church? This is what we're called to do. We're called to be peacemakers, to fight for unity, not to allow division. Hebrews 12 verse 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See, unity doesn't just happen. It's not just a natural thing that comes about because we're all humans. We're all flawed and we're all different. Unity must be fought for. It must be built. It must be intentional. And right now the world needs unity in the church. The world needs to see us not divided, but coming together with one common goal, to bring the kingdom of God to the earth, to build the kingdom of God, to bring others to Jesus and see salvations in our world today. That is our common goal. It's not a political thing. It's not not to build just a specific church and just to have your name be lifted up. No, our goal as a church, as the body, is to glorify the name of Jesus, is so that others can receive salvation but we cannot do this divided so we must fight for peace we must fight for unity but we must be a united church and again this is cultivated through love and humility it's time to stop fighting it's time to stop trying to prove your points and it's time to begin to love each other with a real genuine christ-like love this is what we're called to as a church to bring unity and peace so that others can see god what is the reason that we fight so so hard for unity why do we fight so hard to be united? Why do we fight so hard against division? It's so that others can see Jesus. It's so that people can look to you and say, man, there's something different about that person. There's something different about that church. There's something different about that community. And what is that difference? The difference is love. Because Jesus says, "If the world, the, in order for the world to know that you're truly my disciples, is the way that you love each other. And so we fight for peace for our purpose. And our purpose is is so that others can see Jesus in us. And so others can see Jesus in our churches, in our communities. so we can be known as the body of Christ. Again, united with one common goal and one common purpose. So yes, even in a divided world, you can make a difference. You have a purpose. You have been called, but you can't do it by yourself. We need to work together. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media/donate. Thank you.